Austin Matthews is going to be wearing a new jersey sometime in the near future. Will it be a Blue Jackets jersey? We discussed today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. podcast network your team every day i'm your host hayden heilshorn with me is my co-host jay foster we're here to talk about the good the bad and the ugly with your favorite team and ours the columbus blue jackets before we get started we want to thank you for making this your first listen every day locked on blue jackets is free and available for anybody on all podcast platforms youtube and the sirius xm app i want to remind you this up this episode excuse me is brought to you by bird dogs our great friends at bird dogs and jay all right so austin matthews this is kind of an underrated storyline going into this season austin matthews will be a free agent next offseason so he's got one more year left on his contract with the toronto maple leafs and a lot of people are wondering if he's going to get moved because there is some growing concern that amongst you know toronto that he doesn't want to re-sign there long term we've known that he's an american-born player who likely wants to play back in his home country um could this be the blue jackets uh you've been crunching some trades up in your head you've been seeing some trades out there on the internet uh do you see the blue jackets in the mix for austin matthews this offseason if toronto is to consider trading him i mean my first instinct is no but I also in no world ever thought that Johnny Gaudreau would sign with the Blue Jackets. So, you know, at this point, I've learned never say never. Um, I will say I think it's still kind of 50-50 on whether he even gets moved right now. Um, basically, I think the the concern in Toronto is will he sign before July 1st, which is or will he sign on July 1st, which I believe is the first day that he's eligible to sign an extension. I could be wrong on that, but. That's also when his no trade clause kicks in. Exactly. Which is so, huge too. Do they want to move him before that and then r- not risk losing him for nothing cuz let me just double check it's a, is it a full no move clause? I believe it's a full no move clause. So I believe as soon as so. That kicks in July 1st. He has to basically okay any trade. Before that, they can send him wherever. Um, which I believe is what happened with uh, P.K. Subban in Montreal. They traded him like a week before his no-move clause kicked in. You know, so it's it's a tough one. Do they move him? Maybe. I think the chance, it depends on who the new GM is, I think. But I think a lot of it is coming up, you know, I see a lot of whispers and stuff of he wasn't crazy about signing before Dubas left and now Dubas is gone. I think there's a lot of not necessarily bad blood in the organization, but I think there's a lot of people who are not happy with how that went down. And I wonder if Austin Matthews is maybe reconsidering his loyalty to an organization that when push comes to shove, probably will not have a ton of loyalty to him. Yeah, that's completely fair. He's put his heart and soul into the Maple Leafs. He's only 25. He'll be 26 when he's a free agent. And he does have that no... No move clause. He can certainly waive that. And will he waive that? I'm, I, I don't know. 
does he want to play in Columbus? Does he see himself as a as a Columbus guy? Like, let's say that trade goes through, and he's like, no, I don't want to play in Columbus. Well, then, what was the what was the point of all that? Uh, it's tough because he really does have a lot of freedom here, and you're absolutely right about the GM thing. It totally depends on who the new Leafs GM is, and it it just makes you scratch your head why the Leafs even fired Dubas at, at such a crucial time because Nylander's coming up, his deal, he's in the same exact situation. Uh, Jake Muzzin's in the same situation. There's, there's a lot going on in Toronto. So I am shocked that they, one, decided to fire their GM in, in this moment because if they're going to do a deal, it feels like if they're going to move Matthews, it needs to be before July 1st, before he says, before he can have a say into where he gets traded. Yeah, the insane thing, I don't pay a ton of attention to the Leafs because I feel like enough other people do that they probably won't miss me. Um, They have one player signed past 2026. That's bad. That's That's bad. Um, Like you said, Matthews, UFA, next season. William Nylander, UFA, after next season. John Tavares' deal runs out the season after that. Mitch Marner's deal runs out the season after that. So at the end of 24-25, potentially they could have none of those guys. Um, They would be stupid not to extend Nylander, I think. Um, They'd be stupid not to extend Mana or uh, Matthews as well, but to me... They might not have a choice, though. That's the thing. It's like Matthews might not want to play there. I think think Nylander likes playing there. I think Nylander likes being a Leaf. I think he, uh, he has a good thing going there. Matthews is so hard to figure out. I have no real grasp on, like, a lot of people talked about, oh, he's going to go back to Arizona. Well, Arizona might not. The characters might not be in Arizona. (laughs) He's able to make that decision, you know, which, like, that's a whole other thing. You know, does he want to go to a smaller market? Does he like playing in the big market? Does he want to go to America? Does he want to be closer to home? You know, um, I I think his parents still live in in the um, Arizona area. So I don't know what team would be like Vegas is probably the closest team or like one of the Southern California teams. Um, You know, Austin Matthews on the Kings would be a lot of fun, I think. But that's that's a whole other thing. Um, It's just it's such a bizarre situation. I have no grasp on what Austin Matthews is even thinking about doing. You know, he's such a closed book about this. And I think, you know, we saw a lot of thinking about last offseason talking about big American stars you know, going elsewhere, Johnny Gaudreau. I think, you know, we heard a lot of of whispers of he probably wasn't going to be in Calgary. He probably wasn't going to sign as a free agent there. You know, uh, Matthew Kachuk, I think, was quietly pretty vocal about not wanting to sign long-term in Calgary. I haven't heard things about about Austin Matthews, you know? So this all could could come to nothing. You know, he could sign at a huge extension next season, but... I don't know if that's the way it's going. Um, I saw a really good tweet that was like, go figure that the Leafs signed the first elites player to um, be able to make the money work in the best possible way. Because like the best thing for Matthews right now, sign a five-year deal, six-year deal. Then he's 30, 31. He can sign another seven-year deal. That takes him basically through the end of his career. You know, mm-hmm. Austin Matthews right now would be dumb to sign for eight years. Because that takes him to what thirty three, he's not going to get as good of a contract at thirty three as he was as he'd get at thirty or thirty one. You know, 
So does he, is that the sticking point? Do they want him for eight years? And he's like, no, I want five, six, maybe even a four-year deal, like Patrick Laine, you know? It's it's so hard to predict. I have no idea what what's going to happen. Um, but I posted the question on Twitter, and a lot of people had a lot of thoughts about it. So I'm sure we're going to get into those in just a minute. Of course, we are going to get into, is he a fit in Columbus? If it even happened, how would it happen? Yes, we'll get to that here shortly. I first want to tell you about Bird Dogs. Guys, Bird Dogs, fantastic piece of clothing. I mean, they fit right on my body. Just just amazing. You know, the seven-inch seam is kind of perfect. That's a sweet spot for me. They're comfortable. The double layer is very, very nice. It feels very free. They're versatile. You know, if, if something breaks out and I need to run and, you know, help an old lady get across the street i can sprint and do that like i can be there in a second with my bird dogs they are absolutely amazing go get yourself a pair of bird dogs for the summer and let those thighs out when the sky is out go to birddogs.com slash locked on nhl and when you when you enter the promo code locked on nhl they'll throw in a bird dogs yeti style tumbler with every order so that is very very exciting there all right the blue jackets could they be in play for Austin Matthews? We know that Yarmo loves to make trades, so he's got all the numbers in his Rolodex. He's calling the Leafs, whoever the Leafs GM is, he's going to be calling, seeing what they want for Austin Matthews. And you got a you you put it out there to the fans. You got some responses back. I'm sure you have some trade, you know, equations of your own to give to us, Jay. But I just worry that. With a guy that's going to have an expiring contract, we know even though Columbus is hot right now, we got Johnny Gaudreau last offseason, we're not the best at re-signing guys that we trade for. So do we want to go down this road again as an organization? I don't know. I think I think the Leafs would be asking for a whole ton back for a one Austin Matthews, a guy that has just ripped up the NHL the last few years. But what are you seeing in the trade machine? So for me, first of all, and like this is maybe a, a, a no-brainer, it is a non-starter unless Austin Matthews comes with an extension in place. I am not trading for one year of Austin Matthews for him to then waltz off to LA in free agency. I'm just not doing it. You know, um, <laughs> it just it makes no sense at this point. If the Blue Jackets were cup, if if the Blue Jackets were one piece away from being the Tampa Bay Lightning, or being the Colorado Avalanche. I'd be like, yeah, F it, why not? Let's throw three first-round picks at, uh, at the Leafs, take Austin Matthews for a year, use that to get them over the hump. That's that's not that's not where they are. Austin Matthews doesn't immediately... It makes them a better team immediately. Like, the concept of a Goudreau-Matthews line, a top line, makes me feel all warm and tingly inside, you know? Um, but do you keep so that, great. though? I don't know. Like, with in a yeah. trade... For Austin Matthews, I will imagine the Leafs are going to demand Line or Goudreau. Yeah, I mean, and you can't give him Goudreau because yeah, you, you got he's got seven years here. Yeah, Goudreau's a non-starter immediately. Right. Um, for me, Line is also a non-starter personally. Um, I, yeah, same. But I don't know. I mean, two, those two and Wierenski for me are the guys that you keep of the roster guys, and then you start getting into do the Leafs want you know. Do they want third overall, 22nd overall, and Kent Johnson? Again, that's a no for me. You don't get, I would not give up a, a blue chip prospect like that 
for Austin Matthews. Um, I think he would change the face of this team, but it just feels like a lot to give up for that. You know, yes, you would immediately get your corner, your like franchise center, but it just, I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's that I would always rather have the prospect of the pick than the sure thing. Um, and I don't know if that's because I like to, to bet and I like to, you know, gamble on things, but I don't know. Like, there's we can get into some of the, the trades that I got, but I was thinking about it and, like, I don't know that I give up, you know, looking at the, the Blue Jackets roster as well. And, like, we'd have to make the cap work as well, which would get tricky. Um, but, like, I don't know that I give up Johnson, Marchenko, or Sillinger. I don't give up David Yerichek. Um, I don't give up Denton Matejchuk. Like, I don't give up uh, Stanislav Svozil. Like, maybe I give up, you know, a guy like um, Luca Darbel-Belouz. Maybe I give up a guy like Jordan Demay. Maybe I give up a James Malatesta. But I don't give up any of the guys that have been on the roster that that I've just mentioned. It's just, I don't know. Maybe Maybe I'm being too precious with our prospects. I think you're being a little precious with the prospects considering what Austin Matthews is. I don't think I have to remind people, but I will anyway, just because it's so amazing to read every single time. But at the age of 25, drafted in 2016 by Toronto, first overall pick. Since then, he's put up 542 points in 481 games. He scored 299 goals in 481 games. He's just been amazing. He has been the second best player in the league behind Connor McDavid for a while now. And he's only 25. So it's just like, he's got those years left to go. Just going back to that trade that you just mentioned off the bat, you said Kent Johnson and then the two first rounders from this year. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm also a no on that. If that is just getting Austin Matthews this year unsigned for the next year, if we get a sign and trade, even if it's like a two years of Austin Matthews, I might look at that. I might take a peek at two years of Austin Matthews for the the Kent Johnson and the two first rounders because I know we can get those first round picks back maybe through a trade somehow, swing back around and get those. like Just because they're gone from, well, they'd be, they'd be gone for this draft, but I'm saying for future drafts, like we can always acquire ways to get new picks if that makes sense. Um, because if you're getting Austin Matthews for two years, I feel really, really good about the Jackets' chances of of providing at least a a deep playoff run with him at center, with Line and Gaudreau then on the wing, and then Wierenski on the back. Like I, I feel fantastic about the direction of this team in the next two years. I think for a while now, Blue Jackets fans have been waiting for the Blue Jackets to build a team that's going to last, you know, five to 10 years. And it's just so hard to do that. It's just so hard to do that. Now they're the closest they've ever been signing Gaudreau to long-term and locking in Rorensky for long-term and, and line a for a little bit of a term, but just realistically, we want to win a cup and I can sacrifice Ken Johnson and those two first round picks. If it means I'm getting AM 34 for two more seasons for two seasons. See, that's the thing. It is do you give up to do you give up someone like Kent Johnson who could be a future he he's gonna be a top six forward for this team. 
he had, what was it? I don't have the numbers in front of me. He had, what, 40 points this season as a 19-year-old? He, he was amazing. He was amazing he was, this year. You give up the next 15 years of Kent Johnson for two years of Austin Matthews. You know, that's my argument is yeah. if, if we're trading for Matthews, I would want a, a minimum five-year deal already in place. So we have him this season and then the five years. So take him all the way up to age 30. That's what I would want minimum if we're even getting into the area of talking about someone like Johnson or Marchenko or Juracek. Um So here's, here's like my, I've been kind of mulling a couple of my propo- of proposals around and then we'll get into um, some of the Twitter ones because some of them are, are good. Some of them are interesting. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about third overall this year, 22nd overall this year, a first round pick next year, Jake Bean and Jack Rosbeck to make the money work. See ya. Yeah. yeah. No, no question. <laughs> That's so it's so tough to balance because it's so easy for me to be like, yeah, I'd give them Jack Rosbeck in a second and they would say thank you. Wait, how many years? How many years? Is it unsigned? I would, I, I would, I would want Austin Matthews signed for at least five years. Okay. First of all, I don't think the Blue Jackets are ever going to get that. I don't think the Blue Jackets are going to, I don't think if, if they're going to do a sign in trade, I feel like it'd be like anywhere between two and four years and kind of like a, just like, here's a, here's a little bit of something. It's better than just the one year thing. Um, and then Austin Matthews still has that freedom. I think it could be two years. I think if they're going to do sign and trade, it'd be two years. So that's kind of what I'm putting in my mind. Like if the, that would be ideal. Like if the Blue Jack, well, not ideal. Obviously, you'd want him for five years. No, no doubt, of course. But I just think realistically, the Blue Jackets can only keep a guy like that for two seasons before he's going to want his freedom and be elsewhere. You know, I don't know. It, again, it goes back to I don't know what Austin Matthews wants. True. Does he want that long-term contract to settle down somewhere? You know, does he want? <laughs> Like that was the thing. Johnny Gaudreau is twenty nine, I think twenty eight, twenty nine. So he his contract takes him all the way up to being like thirty six. You know, he's got a he's got a wife, he's got a baby. He wants to be somewhere long term. Austin Matthews is not as tied down. You know, so maybe he does want to do you know two year contracts and then immediately go somewhere else. Maybe he wants two. Con- maybe he you know agrees to a short contract extension to reevaluate where he's going to be in two years. You know, I feel, I feel like a guy like Austin Matthews, I feel like hasn't even hit his peak yet. You know, no. you rattle off those stats earlier. What was it? 299 goals in 480 games or something. Bonkers. Legitimately bonkers. Um, you know, the best goal scoring talent in this league since Ovechkin. And Ovechkin's still going, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, but he's he's the, the next Ovechkin, I think. That doesn't feel, that doesn't feel unfair to say. Um, but I think Columbus... I think it has things to offer him. I think if you call if you call Austin Matthews and you're like, hey, how would you like to play with Johnny Gaudreau for the next seven years? I think he would be just fine with that. Austin Matthews and Zach Wierenski are, by all accounts, very good friends. I think if you offered him the chance to play with Wierenski for the next little while, he'd be like, yeah, sure, let's do it. You know, it's... I'm less sure about Line A. I think those two guys clashed a little bit. Um, the media tried really hard to make it a rivalry, and I don't think Austin Matthews was interested. And I think Patrick Lino was just mad about not going first overall. <laughs> but I think, I don't know, I think Columbus definitely has things to offer him. It's a nice city. Uh, do they have the cap space? Maybe. That's a, that's a, a completely other um, yeah. other question. Right now, they have $16 million. They have $16.8 million in cap space right now. But next season, 
So when Austin Matthews' new contract will kick in, uh, the only players that they have under contract that are currently on the roster, Goudreau, Line, Jenna, Corrali, Gabranson, Peak, Boquist, Muslikins, Tarasov, Wierenski. There's a lot of guys that need. There's a lot of guys that yeah. need to resign this summer. The cap you is going to go up. The cap is projected to hit up to 88 million, so that should give a little bit of room. I believe that is five more million than what it is currently sitting at. So, by the time Austin Matthews is a free agent, you should have a little bit more room there. But yeah, he's making 11 and a half million right now. He's gonna his want next deal is going to be money. Yeah. But David, is, I think he's making twelve point five. He's going to want that at least. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He's gonna he's gonna get a bag. He's gonna be the uh, have the richest contract in the NHL at the time, and it's going to be great for him. I, I does the blue do the Blue Jackets have room for that? If they do, I'm um, I'm all for them exploring trade options. All for them exploring, yeah, whatever they need to do. It is funny just going back to that first thing you said before we hit another pause. That first thing you said about. We don't know who like you. We, we never thought Gaudreau would like Columbus. Never once last season did I think Johnny Gaudreau is interested in playing here in Columbus, Ohio. And then he signed here. So like, I have no idea what what other people's view of Columbus is. I've as you guys have tuned in, you you everyday listener. I say a lot of good things about this city. I still think it's not. Miami. I still think it's not Los Angeles, but you know, I'm also not a guy making big bucks, having to decide which state I'm going to save money in based off tax. Like I, I don't know, you know. So we'll see. It, it'll definitely be interesting if we hit this off season and the Blue Jackets name starts getting in the mix. But definitely look out for it because the Leafs got to do something. And I think if they are able to see kind of what the Flames did right with trading Matthew Kachuk and getting back Jonathan Huberto, like then if they can follow in that footstep, then, then they, then he will get moved this off season. So that's something to definitely look out for. I want to remind you before we come back, before we take another break, uh, we'll come back and talk more about other potential trade targets that the blue jackets could be looking out for because Obviously, Austin Matthews is the big name out there, but there's other names, and the Blue Jackets are going to do something. No doubt about that. We'll hit that here shortly. I want to remind you that FanDuel is a phenomenal place to sign up if you want to get into sports gaming. They have great promotions every single day. It is a safe and secure app. It was the first app that I got when sports gambling became legal here in Ohio back in January. I was able to cash out big on a couple of those no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 promos, I cashed out big on that. So definitely go over to FanDuel, download it. Um, yeah, it's it's great. I'm a huge FanDuel fan. All right, the Blue Jackets, they're going to do something. They need to continue to add depth at center. They may even look at adding depth at the defenseman position because outside of Blankenberg, Yerchek, and Redsky, I don't know how great you're feeling there right now. And there are some guys that have contract situations like Matthews uh, where it's guys that are on their last deal, maybe not looking to re-sign at the place that they're at. Where are they going to go? What is their team going to do? Are they going to trade them? I think the Blue Jackets should look at center, first of all. And one name that I like off the bat is Elias Lindholm, who's been with Calgary for the last few years. 
I think he's very dynamic. I think he could do a lot up the middle. But uh, Jay, what are you? What are some targets that you like the Blue Jackets potentially going after this offseason? Yeah, Elias Lindholm was the first name that I uh, I thought of as well. Knows Gaudreau extremely well. Had I think eighty points last season between uh, Gaudreau and um, Kachuk. I'm just pulling up. Center um, free agents. I know that I put I had them up earlier. Okay, so looking at the the center free agents, like it's annoying. Um, Lindholm I think has one year left on his deal, but I could be wrong about that. I'm not saying. No, you're right. Yet. He's got um, one year. Yeah, all it these. Be a, it would be a, a trade as opposed to a, a, a UFA signing. Correct. Yes, um, this is all trade situation. So guys, that would yeah. be 2024 UFAs. So like it's Anze annoying. Kopitar is an older name in that list. You know who I would love? I would take back on the team in a second. How does Pierre-Luc Dubois? I he's, know he left he's, here on back. He's though, productive. He's productive. But he's productive. I, I, I think he left here in the... I think he went about it the best way he knew how as, you know, a 23-year-old that was unhappy. And, you know, the, it, it's a, we, we don't have time to get into the Pierre-Luc Dubois of it all. But on paper... He is a maybe one of the game's few legitimate power forwards. He is young. He's an RFA, so you can get him locked up long-term for a season. Uh, he's only making six mil at the minute. And he had 63 points in 73 games last season on a Winnipeg Jets team that struggled heavily on offense. Like, on paper, if you didn't have the Dubois history of, you know, that the one shift TM against Tampa Bay and the demanding out. And, you know, I, I, I have a whole rant about how I actually have no problems with players demanding trades because, like, players should be allowed to. Like, in no other job would you be forced to stay somewhere just because a bunch of other people think that you should, you know? Like, the teams aren't loyal to the players. Why should the players be loyal to the teams? Anyway, we don't have to get into all that. If you take all of the context away from Dubois and you just look at him as a player, young, Big, talented. And he just he feels like a perfect fit, and it's not going to happen. Yeah. It's so frustrating. But but does he like, want to do that again? Yeah, exactly. Does he want to be back he here he again? Wants to, he wants I to don't be know. In Montreal, which is fine. Like I'm, if you let the kid play where he wants to play, you know. Um, but yeah, Linton, I think for me is is the guy on um on my list, and then I don't have necessarily set any other centers on my list uh a defenseman that i hadn't been considering until i actually talked to uh a friend of mine uh, jd young who hosts locked on sharks and is a great wonderful friend of mine really great guy uh matt grislick in boston is Ooh. almost definitely getting traded he is i believe 28 let me just pull up the stats on him to make sure that i'm getting it right um, probably getting traded. He's got, as, as far as I'm aware, a very reasonable... So he's got 3.6 million next season. Mm-hmm. And then he's a UFA after that. To my mind, he is definitely a guy that the Blue Jackets should be targeting if they want help on defense. I don't think... Excuse me. I don't think the Blue Jackets need another long-term defensive signing. I think they need one, maybe two guys that are gonna hang out until the baby defensemen are ready to go i like that i I love that 
Uh, um, no, that's good. I would love to see Grizzlick. Uh, another name that I want to throw out there, since you just threw out a defenseman, how about a goaltender, Connor Hellbuck? He, his name has been in the mix for him wanting out of Winnipeg and him not wanting to sign. He is a UFA in 2024. He's got $6 million coming his way this season. So it's going to be a big price. But, I mean, that's that, if you can get a hella raise, if you will excuse the, the pun there. Um, yeah. <laughs> he's been Winnipeg's best player. For like mm-hmm. four straight seasons now, he's. Yeah. I don't know. We've we, the Blue Jackets moved on from Bobrovsky because he wanted big money. They've got Elvis Merzlikens locked up for I believe the next four seasons or five. Is it five seasons? I almost want to say uh, it was the next three, four seasons. But... Yeah, he's got the next four seasons. We've got Merzlikens yep. locked up for, so they would have to move Merzlikens. To make the money work for Hellebuck, in my example, in my opinion, uh, I think Hellebuck is getting eight million dollars. I think Hellebuck's getting eight times six or eight times eight, easy. All right, That's... so let me throw this trade at you. Let me just okay. throw this one. First, first of this year, first round next year. Elvis Mers Lincoln's Jack Roslevic, and uh, you get Connor Hellebuck. So we're giving two first Elvis. I threw in Jack Roslevic just for fun. <laughs> just because I, I'm okay. Work, I guess. Yeah, I'm gonna dump him the way that he dumps the puck in the zone because that's all he does. But uh, for Connor, oh, we have a listener that's gonna get real mad at you about that. We have Sorry, a, I I have one listener Morgan who's it's probably Jack. It's probably Jack she Ross. Loves Jack Ross like so much, and every time I I, ba- I like bad mouth him on the show, she's like, "Listen, I know you hate him, but I love him. He's um, a good player. He's fine. He's serviceable, he's, but yeah, he's fine. um, I don't hate that trade." I don't know what. So what was it? It was the first Sorry. this year, a first next year. Yeah, Roslovic and yep. Elvis. Yep. I'm assuming it would be that not the third overall this year. So 22nd this no, year. No, the third first. overall. No, the oh, third. You take, yeah. Oh, okay. We keep See, the 22nd. If it's 22nd overall. I do that immediately. If it's okay. the third overall, I'm like no. To okay. me, that third overall is staying unless you get an absolute. And that third overall, in my mind, is only in play for someone like Austin Matthews. Okay. I think that third overall, they've talked about, do you give third overall and a second round pick to get Lindholm? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. You know, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want that third overall pick more than Same. I want most players that are rumored to be on the trade block. You know? Same, because this player ideally is going to be hitting his prime when Goudreau is on his last couple of years of his contract, exactly. which is kind of where, as a Blue Jackets fan, you're really hoping is the sweet spot of whoever you bring in as the coach now, and and just that is when you're full go, kind of. To my mind, the Blue Jackets should be hitting their prime in 25-26 or 26-27. So three or four seasons from now. Uh, Goudreau will be 33. Line will be on the last year of his deal, but he'll only be 28. Uh, Warensky will be 28 as well, 28 or 29. And your young, your young guns, your you know Johnson, Sillinger, Marchenko—they'll all be you know between twenty-three and twenty-five. So three seasons from now is, is when I want to see this team really hit hit their potential. Yeah, me too. Me as well. Um, that's all I have for you, Jay. It's been a it's been a fun week. 
It's Memorial Day weekend for those in the States. So I hope everybody has a, a good weekend there. Jay, you got anything fun going on? Uh, no, I'll be doing capitalism because it's not a holiday over here. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. unfortunately, everyone else is enjoying Memorial Day, and I'm Back over here. The, the sole, actually, no. There's what there is one other English host on the the Lockdown Podcast Network. Um, so, me and him are going to be working, and uh, everyone else is going to be enjoying their long weekend. It's we'll like eighty degrees here this weekend, so I'm mad about it. So, don't tweet at, don't interact with Jay on Monday if you're off. He does not want to talk to you. Yeah, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's all we have for today. Next week, a bunch of player reviews, I'm sure, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Thank you so much for listening and making this your first listen every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube and the SiriusXM app. I've been Hayden Hileshorn. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. That is Jay Foster. You can find him on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster. That's Jacob with a K there for that one you can find the the show's twitter at lo underscore blue jackets you can also email us our email is locked on at gmail.com thank you once again for listening and until tomorrow make sure you stay locked on